Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? Y'all, I know she asked me how I was doing, and now I'm not even going to talk to her. I'm going to talk to y'all. <laughs> I did that because I had the greatest unexpected day off on Friday. Mm-hmm. I looked at my calendar, realized that I had a really tough week this the past week. I got another tough week coming up, and I was like, there's Friday just waiting on me with nothing to do. And I said, I'm taking this day off, and doing something fun but I had no plans and I said hey Ramel remember we supposed to watch this movie so we could talk about it for our podcast mm-hmm. maybe we can watch it tomorrow you know as if she has nothing to do all day and she she does she does have she works <laughs> but she was going to be in Raleigh it just sort y'all it worked out beautifully it did. it did we had a nice little lunch and watched oh, the movie true. we ate food <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and had we popcorn because we were watching a, a movie. movie so you were gotta have popcorn. Yeah, I mean, you did it. You did everything. Right. I was like, "What?" I know it worked out so well. So that was so great. Just to you know be together. We were podcast stuff, but still just sitting around watching the movie together in person, which we still don't do a lot of. I know <laughs> so. it was like, "Oh, I can touch you." Yeah, ooh. I felt like ooh. that the whole time. It was like, <laughs> "Look, you're right there." <laughs> not in my little screen isn't that pitiful oh my god it is it I is so i have to say that wow. i could count on like one hand the amount of times we physically have seen each other in the last almost yeah. like a year and a half 20 months something like that yeah. <laughs> which is so crazy but here we are yeah yeah I bet but we people. had friday we did we have friday. friday and it was great so i'm still reeling off of that it was just a good use of time to get together mm-hmm. and and watch watch television and we watched Aretha Franklin's well I call it Aretha it was Amazon Prime Movies um Respect uh where it's following yeah. the life of Aretha Franklin. Yes. Ooh, gotta put some respect on it. <laughs> yes. For everybody involved, it was a lot. It was a long movie, first of all. Yeah, almost two and a half hours. That's like a lot two of hours movie. and twenty five minutes. Yeah, that or was a like lot that. of a lot of. Movie. We had to break it down. We didn't even have that much time in the day to spend because we <laughs> no. had to spend some time going, "Hey, girl, hey," you know, like in person and do that for a while. My sister was there, and so it was kind of fun to just sit around and and interact. It was like, "Girl, we got to start this movie, or else we're gonna run out of time." We ran out of time. We ran out of time, but it was okay. We finished it, so yeah, it's we all did. We, <laughs> some of us watched it twice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I, the movie was good, but I was, I was, I had to watch it again. Okay. So hold on. Before we get deep into this, and I don't want anybody hearing more than they want to hear, let's start with the disclaimer. We are okay, talking about the movie called Respect by, uh, with um, Amazon Prime movie mm-hmm. and pushed videos push this out and we are going to spoil the movie for you now if you don't want to hear what's going to happen in the movie then you should press stop now and start after you pay your fee and you watch the movie yourself now this is her life though so it's really like she's lived and died her life mm-hmm. is out there we're just reviewing her life 
from the movie. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't mind getting that part get spoiled, then you can just continue to listen on. Or if you yeah. know you ain't never going to pay that money to watch the movie, no way, then just <laughs> listen to us. We can. And you'll get the gist of it. Yeah, you'll get the gist of it. You just won't hear us sing beautifully like Rita. That's oh, yeah. all. You'll miss that That's part. That's true. You will miss that part. I, <laughs> there's no way in the world I can help you. Remember, she has a voice. So she could do something that I, yeah. I, I don't have a Rita That would be oh. worth listening to the movie to, to actually hear that. So anyway, oh. now with the disclaimer over, now mm-hmm. I can, you can go ahead and kind of give me your overall take of the movie. Well, and I will say this that we're going to say things there'll probably be some things that probably maybe not exactly factual because we're getting it from the grand old web too oh so, so we we gossiping is this it some we of gossiping? It, we're spreading we're rumors. trying not to we're trying not to do either i'm just fake saying news no never fake news now anything we talk about i've seen in writing so <laughs> I, on the internet I cannot, I cannot. I cannot. The internet never lies. I'm just saying, yes, into you know, the internet has this thing. So um, but yeah, no, I thought the movie was good, but the one thing that I had a problem with is that I was watching this movie. Okay, so first of all, my exposure to Aretha is at a very high level. Okay. Me too. Me too just songs that are just been a part of my life kind of like with tina it was like songs that were part of my She's tina turner referring to tina turner yeah okay. tina mm-hmm. turner um they were just part of my life forever right yeah. it was just like born and listening to these songs right mm-hmm. this that's all yeah i've known and but i did not have any kind of knowledge of aretha's life at all yeah me either None. And so it was a hard place to 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 come into this movie without any back knowledge. That was a lot of questions. It was a lot. That's why I ended up in the rabbit hole. We're going to get to the rabbit hole later in this podcast. (laughs) Yes, we are going to get to the rabbit hole later. But the thing about the movie is, is because I did not have a place to start. I didn't have like um, any kind of preconceived notion as to what her life was or had involved i was like what's going on why is that 12 year old pregnant yeah stuff like that (laughs) yes it was Um, like wait a minute yeah okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's what had me watching it again because i had to try to figure out like where do all these pieces come together and how do they come together and it um it made me understand um maybe a lot better that she had a very um traumatic childhood at least at some uh, some level sure yeah and um and that it kind of affected her life um throughout if it affected her life yeah how how she lived her life her experiences Mm -hmm. yeah her reactions and 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 all i i enjoyed i thought it was long the the, Mm -hmm. was long it left me with a lot of questions though like it did not do a good job of going into detail it would hint to something and then drop it like it's hot so i i would like i said with the example of you know there's a a pregnant aretha really young drinking some water in the kitchen and they don't talk about it at all there is no conversation after you see her pregnant 
you know, what happened to your girl? Who, who the daddy? Um, you got oh. pregnant too early in life. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> there she is it's, pregnant and seen, you know, and then we're going on to something else. Well, and and I was like, but what? remember that was, that came up as a flashback. Oh, did that it? Did not, okay. That did not even come up in real time. So in real, in quote unquote, real time, mm-hmm. she's a, a young girl and then she's, older but you don't know how old she is i never knew how old she was at any point in time i had to pause the movie in my head write down they said this was in this time and when she was born in this time so i was doing math the whole movie trying to figure out because she looked the same the whole time so i couldn't figure out except like there was a little girl version and then Mm -hmm. yeah so the teenage slash teenage adults like the yeah, young adults i couldn't tell i was like well how old is she now you know yeah when she comes back from being on tour the first well the first time in the movie she has two sons and they're not toddlers so you're kind of like wait what how, how, how much time pa- i remember she was talking to mlk ish yeah we yeah <laughs> we we call him MLK-ish <laughs> because they ha- you have to understand that he is a character who plays of MLK. But he does not look like Martin Luther King yeah. at, at all. all. No. <laughs> no, not at all. So it's like, okay, okay. They didn't try to go for the look part. They, they did the voice and mannerism, but they just didn't go for looks. Okay, fine. That's why he's MLK-ish. <laughs> so they were having a con- uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Ree, um, Aretha's nickname, Ree. They were talking and they were making jokes about kids. And I thought when he made a joke about her kids, because I didn't know nothing about her story and I right. knew she was young, I thought they were meaning her kids in the future. future. <laughs> I was trying to make it work. So my brain was trying to fill in some things because at that point in time, I didn't know she had kids. So you're right. I had not seen her pregnant at 12 yet uh, at that point. And I was like, why are they talking about her kids? Wait, that was supposed to be a joke, right? But that wasn't a joke. See, they would give you something and then they would drop it. And I was like, like, I don't even like people like that. Now that I think about it, (laughs) where they tell you something and it's out of context and they know that you don't know, but they don't bother explaining it. They just kind of let you wallow in it. Like, (laughs) I probably missed oh, a you, lot of the movie because I sat there going like, what are they talking about? What is going on? I, you, know, I, you know, one thing we did not say, who was playing Aretha is Jennifer Hudson. If you didn't know, Jennifer Hudson oh, yeah. um, was playing um, Aretha. Aretha. Right. That, that's important because she can sing and Aretha can sing. Yeah. And so that was really a good that 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 worked out well it was really a all-star cast it was a mini different i I didn't even know i didn't do enough research (laughs) on this apparently (laughs) because i was like oh shoot there's mary j plodge in there and Forrest whitaker played her father i didn't even know that as a matter of fact i was really confused at first because i was like oh yeah that's the show where um Jennifer Hudson is playing Aretha. And then I saw another show on Aretha and I was like, that ain't Jennifer Hudson. That don't look like Jennifer. Who is that? So we'll talk about that one. That's another. <laughs> Apparently Aretha is hot this year. Everybody talking about her. So we're talking about the one called Respect. Respect. The other one yes. is, is, is by National Geographic uh, and it's called 
genius, um, something like that. Yeah, was, yeah. That so series. I just wanted to make okay. sure we we yeah. clarified mm-hmm. which which one we're talking about in that respect. Right. So I was saying how I don't like people who drop. <laughs> She's like back to so the let's point go back where to I the don't point. like the people. <laughs> I don't like it when people know you don't know what they're talking about, but they don't explain. They just leave it there, like. I literally break up friendships like that. It was like, you can't be friends <laughs> because I, I can't follow you. And you act like I should. So that's probably why I didn't watch the movie again. I was like, hmm, no. But um, I'm glad we're different so, people, Ramel. Yes, Cause, yes. Because I, I actually like other. a lot more the story. And I'm more intrigued thanks to some of the stuff that um, Ramel found out. We're going to get to that later. I wanted to hear about your favorite scenes. Like, what's your favorite of of the movie? What did you enjoy seeing? Okay. Um, mm, I kind of liked the part where she walked away from her first husband. Oh, yeah. Ted White. Ted Ted White. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, she really just put her foot down in this and caught and said everything to his face that um, what did she say? At one point, she said he was a psychopath, oh. and um, and she did just walked she, out. She sang a song about him about a psychopath, right? Or something. I I don't know. I remember that. Um, I do. Well, the th- the song was actually that song that she was ta- referring to was actually written by I guess a friend of his. But she said she sang it with him in mind, yes, basically. Right. It was about I think him. was just as bad. That that yeah. that, that works. Because I didn't have to write certain songs to apply it to my life. And it is right. really talking about that person. So the writer didn't right. write it, but that's what I yeah. meant. I meant it for them. Yeah. So yeah. I dedicate this song to that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. It it just flows uh. for me. That was one of them. But so tell me, what is one of yours? Well, one of yours made me think about one of mine. So okay. there was one, and I, I don't remember exactly which scene it was. Uh, you probably do because you saw it twice. It was someone said to her, have you lost your mind? And she said, maybe I found it, you know. Mm. And mm-hmm. I liked every scene where she was shown in a very strong light. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. cringed at the scenes where she seemed so young and unsure of herself because I because that's not the way I saw Aretha. I saw Aretha right. as the queen of soul. So she's always been the queen of soul. I didn't know she had a right. time where she wasn't the queen demanding respect all the time. Mm-hmm. I just So this gave me a chance to look at that. So then I really gravitated towards where when she said... Um, Maybe she found her mind. I was like, yeah, girl, grab that. Stop giving this stuff away to people. Stop letting people run your life and all these troublesome men. So I, I liked yeah. I liked that. I liked the scene where uh, scenes where Audra McDonald playing her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was her. would sing because uh-huh. I really like her singing. So I met Audra McDonald. Mm-hmm. When she was performing in private practice. So I've never really met her personally, but let's just pretend I did. I watched the show Private Practice, which is the spinoff of Grey's Anatomy. I didn't even know she could sing and that she did stuff on Broadway. Yeah. (laughs) But that's where I met her. That's where we became friends. I watched her on Private Practice. Hey, Audra. She's probably not listening. But anyway, 
Um, and then I found That's out okay. all the great things that she, you know, she was a great actress and a great singer. Yes. And yes. so I always get happy when I see her again on mm-hmm. shows. And so I was glad she made it into this show. And there was a part where she got to sing. And I, and that made me happy. She's a beautiful singer. Yes. So that was but, uh, one of my favorite parts. It's interesting that you mentioned her because that was the other one that I was going to mention is not the part where she's singing, but where she comes back to Aretha kind of like in this drunken, when Aretha is in this like drunken stupor and really has hit bottom. Yeah. This is like, it, it looks like it, I, the movie portrays it as her bottom mm-hmm. and, um and her mother who passed when her mother was only 34 when she passed um, while when um, Aretha was 10. So in this really dark place, her mother comes to her and basically wraps her up and starts to pray with her. Mm-hmm. And that was where in the movie, that's where they portray this, this um, where she started to change. That's, because, that's funny. Cause in my mind, I only mm-hmm. saw it once I had the woman singing instead of just praying with she, her. I, she may have I, I, some, but I heard I know music in the playing. background. It didn't have to really be there, but I'm just telling you my experience, <laughs> how I experienced that scene. There was beautiful singing okay. going on in that scene in my head, in my memory, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. Okay, okay. So we're going to let that ride. Yeah, Okay. yeah, okay. that's fine. That's fine. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, I got two more scenes. I enjoyed uh, the scene where her sister wrote her a song. Oh and yes, they started. It was, it was the ain't no way. Yeah, yeah, and they started mm-hmm. singing and, and pulling it together. I can really appreciate some musicians, mainly I think because I have not experienced myself as a musician because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. not. <laughs> so I can really appreciate when you see the process of creating musically and uh, Mm -hmm. bringing in harmony and you know Aretha could play uh, pianos like she wasn't even trying to play piano she was like I'm just throwing my fingers on the keys and they just hit right so I mean just all that her voice hit I just love that whole scene of bringing that song together it gave me chill bumps and Mm -hmm. that was one of many times I got chill bumps watching the show that was one of those times where I definitely had chill bumps because like you're right. It's like the artistry, the the gift of these people's artistry. Mm-hmm. Really, you see it flourish in this um, this particular scene, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just beautiful. It's like you know, musicians have a gift, and we see the polished gift. Yes, but to see what they go through and what their process is and for their minds to be working and clicking and gelling together and creating yes. something that's so beautiful for somebody like her sister, I don't believe read music. Mm-hmm. And so her sister was trying to, I found that out in my rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> I found out that her sister was trying to convey what she wanted out of that. And her, and Aretha mm-hmm. was able to kind of pick that up and, um, with these other musicians, just create this beautiful song, which is one of my favorite songs of Aretha, uh, Aretha sings. Yes, it's one of my favorite. Absolutely. Um, my final scene mm-hmm. that I'll say I I liked was a lot was when she Aretha said, "Nope, I am keeping, 
don't remember her person's name, but such and such is musicians. And she meant the white guys. <laughs> she was like, because they got more soul. Yeah. And so I like that scene because she was standing up in strength and saying what she wanted as opposed to what anybody else might have wanted for her. Mm-hmm. I think it was her husband yeah. at the time wanted to do mm-hmm. something different. And she was like, no, mm-mm, nope. This is what I want. This is what's right. And it felt good because we all knew that was right because those men could play some good music behind yeah. Aretha. And again, there were wonderful scenes where you see them jiving together and trying to, you know, get this song just right. Mm-hmm. And they bring in their own flavor to it and just watching the music build. Again, favorite scenes or was things like that. It was it yeah. was fun to watch it come together. It was. It was. I just, I think those were, I think the music along with her life is just always the highlight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's part of the highlight reel is the music because it's, um, it's something that we can connect to and in a way, um, get a, get a glimpse of her own emotion because what the songs themselves, uh, I think often reflected how she was feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so and I, th- I just based off the movie, it seemed as though that were true, too. Now I'm ready for my fun part. I want to get to the rabbit hole stuff <laughs> <laughs> that made this movie. So my, I'm going to tell you, we have recorded this episode. Well, no, we didn't record it. We had this conversation almost in full already, which is normally not the way we do our process. We're like, no, 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 save it. Save it for the save it for the recording. Don't say it now. And then like we went for a long time just talking because it was so interesting. I was like, you know we gotta say all this again when I hit record, right? <laughs> right so right, right. um but I wanted to get to it because Ramel, she's my encyclopedia. She was like <laughs> all over Google looking for stuff and and I appreciate it because I did have a number of moments of what? Wait a minute. What? How'd mm-hmm. that happen? And then they just leave me there. And I've already gotten on my soapbox of how I hate that. So I'd like to go back <laughs> to some of those moments so mm-hmm. that Ramel can clear it up for the rest of us. Pregnant at 12. What, do you, what did you mm-hmm. learn about her being pregnant at 12? I, I will say, because mm-hmm. I did a little bit of research while watching the movie, and the research I found really quickly was that some boy that she went to school with fathered her child. Maybe the first two are, I, I think I might have read that she had, uh, she, after, you know, for her whole life, she had four children by four different men. And that was really different than what Ramel and her rabbit, her, her rabbit hole search found. <laughs> so, Ramel, what's, the, what, what's going on? She had kids at 12? She had um, her first child at, 13 just before she turned 14 mm-hmm. from what I read mm-hmm. okay um and then she had a second one I think at 15 mm-hmm. okay and they were apparently okay they're like like Tawanda said there's this whole thing about who the father is and I think people kind of to kind of keep the situation from flaring up mm-hmm. it's a lot easier if you say it's a childhood friend than a grown man Right. right. And so um, apparently it was revealed in one of her handwritten wills in 2019. Now, you, I don't know if you remember it. She did not have like a 
formalized Mm -hmm, will. mm -hmm. I remember them talking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they, when they were going through her belongings, apparently they found three wills. I think it's three. Mm -hmm. And um, in one of those wills, she reveals that the father was Edward Jordan. Romel, did you go search Edward Jordan? I did search him a little bit. I just know that he apparently is as of recording is still alive today Mm -hmm. um, is 90 years old and um, would have probably been in his twenties when Aretha was um, 12, 13, 14 in his Mm -hmm. twenties. Now in the movie, there's a time when it's like, girl, my grandmama told her, that's something on your mind. Go ahead and say what you want to say. You can tell me anything. Mm-hmm. And, and she doesn't say anything. And so we know there's a secret. That's them indi- telling us that she has a secret. But I swear mm-hmm. this movie is filled with Easter eggs that you got to go and have your own Ramel to go searching <laughs> out to find out what that meant. And so I felt like even at some point, I felt like maybe was there a man who went into her bedroom, not her father, because I know her father. Yeah. But I, I felt like we might have seen something that was kind of weird um, for somebody to be going in her, her room. I don't know. I felt something there, it, it was, which hinted to me that maybe something happened to her. And so then I was like, Ramel, mm-hmm. what happened? <laughs> yeah, I think it was I think it was very much implied in the movie that there was this person who was a younger person but did not look to be school age, not to be one of her contemporaries right. who came into her room and um and things. And then she also has a conversation with her grandmother at one point that where her grandmother is asking her what's wrong, but she's like, I can't tell you. And I don't know if it's because of that time where like uh what did Oprah say like in the color purple um a girl child ain't safe in a oh. family of men's mm, you know okay. I don't know if it goes back to the same kind of mentality that black girls were not safe mm-hmm. in their own home okay. and I don't it felt as though the grandmother had an understanding that something had happened but just didn't say anything and told her to to tell the Lord, tell God. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, that is good because it, um, it brings up another thing that happened in the movie that was weird. Mm-hmm. We know that her father is a pastor of a church. He is mm-hmm. a man Very. of God. He's not just a According- pastor of any church. It was like the church. Okay. You know, I think it was supposed to be like a very well he was a very well known and respected pastor yeah like I'm sorry. he was friends with mlk first of all they were friends with all mm-hmm. she was like uncle sam like sam cook sam like cook. you you friends with all these people i mean you know it just it was amazing who they were related to and they knew about mm-hmm. and um stuff like that so that was amazing but one mm-hmm. of the first scenes i recall from the movie is there's a big old party happening at her house now. Mm-hmm. Her pastor, her daddy's the pastor. But the party that was going on looked like no kind of party. He would have, you would expect the yeah. pastor of a big prominent church to um, to host. When mm-hmm. she gets up, I think he actually wakes her up and asks her to sing. He, yeah, he but did. this little girl was asleep. Anyway, mm-hmm. he asked her to sing. 
I was like, what song is she going to sing? These people, because she walks through and people are drinking and smoking. You see um, like a woman sitting on a man's lap and like, oh, you don't want the little girl to see that. Right. That's what I was thinking. But then she walked right by these two men who were groping each other and all. And I was like, oh, OK, OK. Oh, oh. So uh-huh. what is all happening right here? Because right. it's a sexually charged party, alcohol, smoking, and, the, and you got this little girl woken up by her father mm-hmm. to to sing at this event and i'm thinking this is weird but at no point in time does anybody act like this is weird right you there they go again they drop something odd on me and be like deal with it <laughs> and we're moving on and i'm just like that ain't right yeah i I also was kind of like, wait a minute, did those two guys? I mean, because just weren't expecting, especially not for that it to time. happen, right? Because I don't know how he's a pastor. Yes, you know, and even today there are pastors that don't ha- who have a problem with it. No, so, no, even today, duh, a lot of Christianity is yeah. So, but yeah. even back then, I wouldn't have thought. I just was. I was like, I couldn't imagine a pastor. Just knowing he was a pastor, a pastor of a very large mm-hmm. church, having that type of a party doesn't mm-hmm. fit the mold for me. So I'm confused yeah. about what's going on. And I'm really confused that there's a little girl being pulled through the midst of it to, mm-hmm. to sing. I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah. Well, the thing about it is that some of the stuff that I came across was like, um, and actually even in the movie, Dinah Washington, Mary uh, J. Blige, mm-hmm. she played Dinah Washington, um, said like Ray Charles said, I'm not going to get the quote right. That's it's okay. like we're all about Ray- rumors and gossip today. Go ahead. <laughs> we're starting we went on the all internet. the rumors mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is stuff they can look up on the Internet. But anyway, um, but Ray, Char- she said something about Ray Charles had the best sex at her daddy's you know, parties or whatever. I can't remember what the phrase was in the in the movie, but again, it was just kind of left there, right? Rachel had the best sex of his life at a pastor's party. Yeah, Who's having something sex like that at a pastor's party. What type of parties yeah. are these? So I did a little research too, okay. real quick. Maybe when after they said something like that, and I was like, "What?" And it said that Ray Charles referred to the parties held by the church or maybe they meant the pastor mm-hmm. I, I was really a little confused by that right there yeah, but that yeah. they were lots of orgies and he called Ray Charles referred to it as a sex circus mm. I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see her face I, I am just perplexed like, I, do not. I just like okay so clearly well we say he's a pastor of a church all of those you just gotta throw out what I was thinking and now I'm thinking it's something real different you know yeah but they didn't like you didn't see necessarily the church people that like they didn't break out in a prayer at the end of the party it was just it was a party that you would, it was a, yeah it was yeah it was, weird. Um, it was just like okay so if those things are happening and i do remember um aretha's mom telling her you know you don't have to sing if you don't want to yeah um so i knew that her mom knew that you know, these parties were going on and that um, she wanted to try to empower her daughter not to have to to sing or participate, or participate. in this. But that yeah. was the first time I noticed that, okay, so the parent, the mom, the parents aren't together. 
because she's leaving, you know, they live mm-hmm. in different homes. I don't know if they yeah. did a lot to address that in the beginning. All we knew is that, wait, her mom's leaving her or she's not staying She's with coming her mom? to pick her up. That yeah, was the it was thing. Just like, it was like her mom okay. was coming to pick her up from mm-hmm. her dad's house. And in this time frame, we're talking about the mid 50s at that time. How unusual would it be for a man to be the single father mm-hmm. and the and the mother in terms of my narrative okay right. cuz i don't yeah, know how that's true um, my how too, real mm-hmm. um that is but the mother her mother barbara sigger i think it is mm-hmm. um would come and pick their kids up there were four of them mm-hmm. they don't really talk about the fact like this whole relationship that they had. So you had to really pull from the movie in certain statements that they made is that, that either her father, Cleveland, CL Franklin was either verbally abusive or physically abusive or both. Right. But they don't, they don't mention that he's done. Yeah. They don't say it specifically, but they hint to it. They hint hard. Yeah, because even the sisters came to Aretha when she was in an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. and said, mom left because of the same reasons you should leave. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Aretha was just like selective amnesia. She did not remember. And they were like, how could you not remember? We would all get on the roof or go somewhere and sing roof. to try to drown out the noises of them arguing or fighting and Aretha was like really and so I'm like yeah. wait a minute did she experience amnesia like I should even we should probably research that and figure out if she have some type of psychotic episode where she couldn't remember stuff I don't think Ramel's googling went that far but she no, didn't remember and mm-hmm. and was living her life in a way similar to the way her mom lived her you know, have you know having that bad relationship? Yeah. Ramel even researched that even in the movie when they said that the mom died of a heart attack. Ramel was like, mm, "We don't know that to be true." <laughs> so now we're into conspiracy theory as well. I am completely Rumors, I gossip, am, and conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theories. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean there was. I did run across one thing that said like, yes, it was documented that it was a heart attack, but. It could have been something else. And, you know, I was just like, okay. So I didn't have any other further proof. It was just put out there. I think that might be the conspiracy theory for real, for real. So, um, but yeah, it just was, the thing about it is every single time I thought I was catching up in this movie, they Mm. would throw out something else. Now, also the thing that was driving me crazy is I could never figure out how old she was. Throughout this whole movie, it was like the only time that you got a real reference was when they were like, she's 10 years old. Right. <laughs> and then and then you're just forced to use math, hysterical, um, histor- historical references and things in order to figure out like where we are in time and how old she is. Because honestly, this movie ends, I think, by time she's 30. Right. And that's so and much so, more. Yeah. And I don't even know. I don't know if she was older than that, but I think it was probably around the time she was 30. So every, I don't know. every time the show would put up a, um, a date, 
I would write it down. I figure out how old she was, and you know, help me think about what's going on <laughs> yeah. in real time, just so that I could understand. You know, just to make sure I was capturing um, mm-hmm. all of that. Can, can yeah. I mention this too? Because we talked that? about her mom dying, and mm-hmm. um, I wanted to mention that she refused to speak for some time. I don't know if it was weeks, three weeks, three weeks, mm-hmm. um, and uh, her dad was like, "Well, you're gonna stop." not speaking <laughs> uh, and start mm-hmm. singing at church uh, on yeah. Sunday. And I was like, that's not the way this works. This is not going to work out. And then she started singing like a bird. So I was like, okay, I guess that that did work. But I would have loved to research a little bit about somebody who can sing so much and, and just go mute for three weeks. Like, did she have a, it's like, you know, like, did that, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like there's some story back there. Sure. Sure. I mean, why would any, I mean, any child, whether they sing or not, you know, well, she sp- be traumatized. She, she stood up she in was... front of people all the time. And so she, from going from somebody who could speak mm-hmm. well and in different scenarios to just somebody who refused to speak for three weeks, that's significant. And mm-hmm. that means she's experienced some trauma. But then her dad was like, I'm tired of this mess. Start singing now. And she sings now. And then we move on <laughs> like it never happened. Like, okay, yeah. You just you just kind of tie the fact that her mother died and she stopped talking Mm -hmm. and that's it. But you don't have I don't know. I don't know if there was something else besides that, but they were really good at like just putting it out there. And I don't know. Were you supposed to I was I supposed to know enough about the you know what I mean? Like I was like, did I I, like they just act like I knew this. I, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to absorb all of this. And right. And so and maybe that's why they couldn't. I mean, the, the movie was long and it still left me like, what? What? This happened? Really? Like, I, I still had a, a lot of stuff. I, I, I mean, to be fair, it, they couldn't go down all these rabbit holes and still call it a movie. The movie was already long. It was. It and was. so I, to be fair, I could not say that they could have handled it in any different way and cover the time frame that they did. That's true. Okay, I'm just, I guess. I mean, right. just to be fair. Okay. I know. I but... would I mean, I would have loved to have a section on the um the orgies that they had. You know what I mean? Like but <laughs> are these called holy I'm orgies? Joking. I'm just curious like just how like... did they work that into the religion? Exactly. So that I'm just saying, so you can't necessarily go down that road. Well, you know, I will say, based on what you told me earlier when we weren't recording, that <laughs> this man of God, um, you said that they had four children in his married relationship, but he actually mm-hmm. had six children. He had six, and apparently, one of them. And this and I and I got this I think from Wikipedia. Conspiracy theory. No, no, no. I think I got this from Wikipedia. I think he actually. You know, Wikipedia is just where people put stuff in there. Okay, so conspiracy theory, whatever. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you what I uh, what I read. Okay, um, is that um, he apparently what's the what's the don't sue me word for that? Like fathered? No, 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 no. Like. Allegedly. 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 Oh, okay, I got it. Okay. <laughs> got it. Thank you. Thank you. He, he allegedly. Like, I don't need nobody coming after me. But allegedly, he fathered a child with a 12-year-old um, two years, I think, before Aretha was born. Mm. And so apparently, 
or allegedly they had to move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lie their whole life to another location in order to escape to get away that scandal that scandal. Mm. Yeah. Now I don't know about the sixth child. I just know that there was a, um, a girl that was born and I had her name, but I don't even think it's necessary. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's not necessary. It's just help. You know, you just, that man was a scoundrel. Well, he was a known, I mean, he had, well, I'm giving so much known. judgment because he's a scoundrel. You know, I called what? him, I'm, I'm judging. I called him a scoundrel. I mean, he was, I, he was known to have extramarital relationships. I mean, he was just known to do that. And um, so it, I don't think it was a surprise. I mean, I don't think that is. That's not a surprise because you I look at it, the lifestyle that was being led. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it was coming back to him when his daughter got pregnant at, at 13 because he impregnated a young girl as well. And it's like, yeah. I don't see yeah. the trouble that you created. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But all right. So was there a say? Oh, let me think. There was other things in there that caught my eye that had me going. Well, oh, I don't know. Um, at one part I I forgot to mention this is some of my favorite part of the movie that? is that she ended up singing two songs where people's like. The people who originally sang the song was like, I'm never going to sing this song again <laughs> because Aretha tore it up and I can't follow she that. Did. There was like two songs that people said, I ain't going to sing no more because Aretha sang it and tore it apart. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, what I didn't understand about Aretha until um, recently uh, <laughs> my time on the net um, is that the, a lot of the music that she did like playing the piano Mm -hmm. that was basically self-taught she she said that um she had um very few formal um lessons lessons from that and that her father used to give her um albums to listen to and try to emulate okay so she had a gift so so that you know yeah you can give me albums to listen to all you want and sit me in front of a piano (laughs) You ain't never going to get that when she's the little girl at 10. And her mother was apparently a very talented pianist as well as singer. Right. Yeah. It was in her. I mean, they were a family of music Mm -hmm. and and stuff. So um, does it surprise me? Not completely, but I just didn't know it. So I felt like I learned a lot about who Aretha was and what kind of drove her decisions and what might explain um, her her interesting romantic life she kept a man after a man after a man she yeah she did it just seemed like she was like on to the next you know yeah she didn't seem to get too stuck in that like she but none of them ever seemed all that great but still you know she just kept going for it i don't well i don't know like i don't they didn't portray cunningham that's her the last one? I actually, I don't even know if they were married. Um, um, the last one she had a baby with. How about that? Yes. The, on the, show. the last one she had a baby with. Um, Cunningham was his last name. So, I mean, they didn't portray him no, as being a bad guy. They, they portrayed him as being a very supportive person. They did not go into how they broke up. They didn't even talk about them breaking up, to be honest no, no, with you. No, they didn't. They didn't. But at this point in the movie, I am questioning everything. 
right? I'm like, what they, what haven't they told me about this one? So I just assumed that one went bad too. Yeah, I know I, she did end with him. It was no, lots no, no, of she other did. relationship. So I know that one broke. I just know she had a pretty tumultuous um, life. I think Romel, you said you in your rabbit mm-hmm. hole, <clears throat> mm-hmm. yes. you found she she made a statement about love. Could you remind me of that? Oh, she, I mean, she Wendy Williams asked her a question about whether she could just fall stupid in love or something like that. And um, Aretha asked her like, well, do you think I'm gullible? And Wendy Williams said something to along the lines of, I think you could be like, you know, not pointing her out as showing herself as being gullible, but like, like, yes, like all, anybody, of all of be us could be gullible. Yeah, yeah. Anybody. And Aretha was like, I ain't going to be stupid. You can be stupid. She was just like, I am not gullible. She rebuked that so hard. It was so funny. And from the, I just imagine she had been gullible for a long time. And then something snapped. She got older. She figured it out. She was like, Mm -hmm. and never again. Yeah. Again. Well, what I thought was interesting and I had, I knew this, but I had forgotten it is that she was actually married to, who is she married to? Glenn Turman, who actually was the colonel. A different world. A different world. Yes. Jaleesa's and, man. I remember him like that. Yes. I, Colonel Bradford. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, so She really yes. married him. It's, uh, you said married, right? Married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, he married her. He married her and they were together for, let me see if I can figure this out real quick. I can't remember. It was for like five or six years. Five or six years. Let's see. They got married in 78 and got divorced in 84. But apparently she said that they're still, they were still friends. And apparently he was one of the people that visited her just prior to her passing when she was, as they said, on her deathbed. Right. Okay. And she dated another gentleman long term. And I didn't remember this, but then watching all these like Jet magazine mm-hmm. pictures with her on the front and stuff. It was a gentleman by the last name. Of, I think it was Williams who she dated off and on. And they were apparently engaged a couple of times, but she never went through with that. Yeah. He actually recently passed away of um, COVID. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. You have all see what I mean, y'all. Like you got all the backstory. <laughs> when I tell you, I was hard. I, I don't even know what time did you go to bed last night. Don't. Yeah. Oh, I, mm. it was like it was late, but I had like all day yesterday because my husband was gone all day. And so this is what so, you did. Yeah. Look at what she yeah. did for the podcast, man. I appreciate <laughs> that. She has now become the expert on Aretha when I really didn't know that much about her. I just knew she sang some songs that I thought were great, good women anthems, you know, natural woman, respect, you know. Oh, I mean, those she... are my favorite go, you know, some of my favorite go-tos for you know, when you need somebody to break it all the way down. So well, I, I've learned I just, so much more about who she was. Yeah, I gained a whole nother appreciation for her talent because this this really focused on a very young mm-hmm. Aretha. Um, you really got a chance to see how truly talented she was from a very young age and also watch her come into herself. 
Yeah. And I think that's just a really powerful story. And I think that is the the gem that I walked away with from this movie is just watching her find her power. And for any woman, that is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing to watch. Um, Sometimes painful, but beautiful. So, yeah, it it helps me to realize I a lot of these people we see famous people we see they have it all. You know, we see the part where it's all together and really Mm -hmm. don't have the insight of knowing what it took to make them and what it took to get them to that point. So yeah. I, we I see the shiny that. parts. Yeah, we do. But I've we enjoyed the taking parts. the pulling back the curtain and seeing their real lives and, and yeah. it's apparently very interesting. So I don't know. We may have to do a few yeah. more of these because this is I, fun. It is. It's, and I learned so much about Miss Franklin because I don't think she liked being called by her first name. Um by unfamiliar people. So I want to call her Miss Franklin. Thank you, Miss Franklin. Yeah, she needs some respect. Everything. That's right. Yes, she needs some respect. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm so glad we did this one. Yeah, this was fun. I learned a yeah. lot. I learned I a ton. I enjoyed learning a lot. Yeah, it was good. I can't wait for the next one. Do we know what the next so, one is? What are we doing? I don't know. Somebody should suggest that. I know. Who should we learn about? Who should do next? Mm. We just need a good another biography that we can kind of get into. I think that would be fun. All right. Well, um, thanks, Tawanda. Thanks I for mailing your rabbit hole. That really made yeah. this episode go a lot better. It's just like, oh, it got bored. It got juicy. Rabbit hole. <laughs> Gossip. Gossip. Conspiracy theories. Rumors and conspiracy and all- theories. <laughs> We're all there. Oh, all right. Well, that was so much fun. Thanks to y'all for coming by and joining us today. We had a blast and I hope you enjoyed it too. Make sure you hit subscribe. And if you feel like it, write a review. Oh my goodness. I love a good review. Um, (laughs) But until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.